All right. Um, do you want to intro the show? Cool. I, have we started rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. Fizito is in the clean feed. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, um, yeah, fun. I'm, you only can see me, yeah? You can't see anybody else? You see how short I am? Yeah, I'm at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. I'm just trying to let me figure out. Just before we get the first guest and do the intros, I just want to make sure that this uh, audio is good in mind. Oh, uh, does, does anybody have a New Year's resolution? New Year's resolution is my favorite time. That's like my favorite holiday is making a list of things that I want to get done. I should make a list. I should do that. We talked about that last episode, though. Yeah. I gave up on New Year's resolutions because I don't keep them. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you think you keep them? Um, I guess it's um, my stick-to-itiveness or whatever. I just, um, lack of patience, whatever. I'm not sure, but it just seems like trying to lose weight or something of that nature. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to my dad about that. Um, I try my best not to give myself uh, ambiguous uh, goals because that one those never work. Like, oh, let me stop eating out or something slow, like, or let me gain weight or lose weight or whatever it is. Um, I like to have like a number. Like, I want to get this many things done. Uh, yeah. how, how do I sound? Uh, you sound a little muffled. And now, better? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm all right. Finance? Yeah, sure. Sound good. <laughs> all right, cool. There you are. Oh, I thought we'd have to do the show without you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Podcasting will, will be the grill. Grandpa and chill, grandson and friends. Podcasting will, Grandpa and chill. We'll be with real grandson and friends. With your host, Grandpa Bart and Brandon Fox. Finest Jackson and Sierra Doss. This is Grandpa and Chill. Cool. Uh, hi to all of our amazing audience. I'm Brandon Fox. Uh, you're listening to, I, I guess... This is the first episode that we're recording in 2021. Uh, I'm here with uh, my amazing uh, other millennial co-host. Grandpa. Oh, no. Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) We got Grandpa, we got Finest, and our amazing producer. Sierra. And a whole slew of guests uh, today. Uh, Super excited to talk to them um yeah 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 let's do it happy new year's everyone happy 2021. yeah happy new happy year's new. brandon i don't know if you care about this but you don't have very good lighting i think i've told yeah. you that before yeah you're yeah. you're you can hardly you know see you but i can right. 
I can do this. How did I do this again? So, uh, Sierra, do you have any uh, New Year's resolution? Um, I'd like to get some audiobooks done this year. I'd like to get some fitness done this year. I'd like to write a lot more. Well, I just would be writing period. So I'd like to write a lot this year and get, get into a good schedule of, of productivity it would be great. Nice. Yeah, I, I have a question. Mm -hmm. uh, you you have a you use like a key light right or like a head on light? I have a ring light. I'm not using it now. How do, you, how do you when you use it? How do you get it to not shine so bright in your eyes? Um, well, you can turn it down. Makes sense. You turn it down, like without like not just using the presets. You can just turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can also like well, I don't know about yours, but mine I can like raise and then I can also kind of put it at an angle. So if I don't want it. It was just if I just need some light and not like specific like beauty light, I just do that. Cool. Like, Thank you. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no problem. You're you're much better. Your lighting is much better now, Brandon. Okay. It's not great, but it's a lot better than it was. Yeah, <laughs> it's a work Always in progress. Honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you went from gray to purple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been holding my tongue. I don't want to give Brandon a hard time. I'm going to let you just live your best life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. now it's now it's two on three as opposed to, or two on one as opposed to three. Yeah, I turned a new leaf over in 2021. <laughs> we, all, we all break our resolutions, so it's going to last like a week. Next episode, like the first hour, it's going to be like, oh man, finance is so nice to me. And then like, like halfway through, it's just a... Uh, it was all a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> April Fools yeah. in the dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the the world is half ending. Um there's some good news. Uh the holidays are over. Lots of stuff. What what do you guys uh have been talking about? Resolution, stuff like that, right? Yeah, we'll talk about the new year and stuff like the that. The terror. Grandpa? Well, my resolution is to try and learn a, uh, a, uh, a post-editing program for music. I'm, I put one on that's supposed to be relatively simple called Audacity. And there's another one called Reaper. Yeah. But uh, they say Audacity is the simplest program. Uh, I, had a, I had a recording done that I did professionally, and I've been using a piece of equipment to... Uh, to uh, write CDs with it, burn CDs, and the equipment uh, went bad on me just as I was cutting the, the CD. So I did buy another piece, but I'm, in the meantime, I'm going to try to uh, master one of these programs. And they're not too difficult, but they take a little bit of effort. Yeah, I use Audacity, uh, and the only reason I use it for is because I'm such, um, I, I hate editing and hate doing any type so it's like the simple it is the simplest thing it's like to me i haven't found anything that much simpler but i haven't tried that many things either but tell me how it goes i sure will um i actually had a fella helping me install it the other day and he's a world-class musician he's terrific 
and he's very smart with computer things. And I, I didn't even listen to what he did with it, but he put some recording that I did of, of a group on it, and it just sounds fabulous, the sound quality and everything. I was concerned that um, with uh, computer editing that you would keep the quality of sound that I have from my uh, analog and uh, conversion equipment, but it sounds like it's, it's very good. I record. Are, do you do recording that you use Audacity? Yeah, I use Audacity for my voice. Stuff. I mean, do you, do you record music? Uh, no, no, just my voice. Mm-hmm. Audio talking. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, I like it. It works out pretty well for me, and it picks up everything, and I can see how soft spoken I am compared to other people. And so, you know, it's it's what the hell am I listening to? <laughs> Our guest is ready to rumble. Oh. Our first guest is here and ready to rumble. I get everything outside my apartment that I thought I was someone arguing outside of my house. <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought, I thought someone's TV turned on to the craziest show. Yo, Fezito, can you hear us? I don't know. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Hi. What's up? Uh, uh, where are you right now? I am at work. Oh, no. Nice. Work WWE. Oh. <laughs> Currently at the Waffle House. The Waffle House? Oh, same thing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, is, it is slow right now, and we have some guests that came in to eat, and they're on a hot topic about what's going on in the Capitol. They are just talking about it. Me, I personally was like, like, really? You think that's a big deal? Like, oh man, this is a terrible day in um, America's history. I'm like, what? What's the big deal? Isn't that what Americans do? Isn't that the American way? They feel oppressed. Something about their democracy is being affected. They want this man to stay in power, and they come out to protest. Like, what's the issue? They're like, no, they shouldn't be doing that. Well, when we protested here in Atlanta, they had a problem with that. So I'm like, so we didn't use guns and violence. They decided to use guns and violence. What's the big deal? What do you guys think? Um, how, how do I pronounce your name one more time? Pesito? You can call me Fez. I've been called Fez for years. Fez, Fez. Fez. Just, just technically, I'm super curious. Like, where in the building are you right now? And how how are you swinging the call at work? There's nobody here. (laughs) (laughs) Chilling. Yeah, cool. Yeah, there's nobody here. Um, I'm on the slowest shift you could have. Dang. Well, at least you're working. Uh, And talking to us at the same time. Mm -hmm. Your ears off to the start. Uh, You guys not seen it? Have you guys not seen it? Oh, bro, I've been watching it all day. I have also. I've been watching it. It's hilarious. I pretty much agree with you, Lopez. I I think that, um, you know, it's an American, this is our American right to voice our opinion if we agree or disagree with things. You've got every right to do what you want to do. Um, You know, it's kind of like it looks bad on them bringing out guns and being, it looks bad on them just a lot of stuff. You know what really looks bad um, to me is that they're so upset with something with no basis and they're coming out here and protesting um, and no lives are lost. 
they're just this is mad because of you know something that had like it's not true. But then let somebody die or get shot or something like you know something bad happened. Then there's a basis to it, even if it may be something they agree with or don't agree with. Um, they won't come out and protest. So I think it's kind of like so. It, it may be kind of telling that if you come protest with a baseless cause compared to something that may actually have like some like reason for this, you know. Well, America's really divided right now. It's almost like civil war, except you don't see people carrying guns. But it's a very divided country. Very divided. And uh, and this is like sedition, whatever, what's going on right now. And the people that are, you know, being violent ought to be held responsible. Where do, where do I'm just wondering, who's, who's Who's like, who do you actually pinpoint this to of all this instigation and chaos? Like, what what does it boil down to? Like, what do you see is the point of all of this? Are they trying to stop this from happening? Because I'm like, what happens at the end of the day? Once all this sort of chaos happens, what gets accomplished here is what I want to know. I'll watch it. I'm entertained. I'm just, yeah, y'all seen that Michael Jackson meme with the popcorn? I'm just watching it like, okay. <laughs> What's gonna happen after? Like you make yeah. a big fuss. What gets done? It Trump's seems, trying. It seems, go ahead. Yeah, go, Grandpa. Go ahead. You, Trump's trying to hold on to power. Uh, he's very concerned about what's going to happen to him when he is no longer the president. Uh, he may be have problems both civilly and criminally. And um, as long as he's president, uh, they can't do anything. But if he could hold on longer, he could uh, beat the statute of limitations. But uh, I think it's more about that than even about uh, maintaining his uh, uh, position as, a, as the president. I think he's very concerned about being held accountable after uh, he's no longer the president. So he's trying to drum up so, a lot of support. So, so Gramps, so these people are going to help him achieve that how in 13 days? Well, uh I don't think they can help him in 13 days, but maybe over the course of years, maybe they could have some political influence um, in terms of uh, outcomes in the courts or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't. Obviously, uh, uh, Biden, I'm just saying theoretically, like yeah. we're doing this and this hysteria causes like it's 13 days till the power switch is over. So I'm like, after that, what can be done in this time frame besides? That's what we see, and what's about to happen is like, what's the point, really? It feels it feels like a, a last cry, you know, like once you're yes, in the corner and, yes. and you're going to be out of a news cycle in a way that you you'll never be back, you know. Um, one person made a joke saying that uh, since Biden's such a Democrat, um, maybe Trump might ask for a pardon from Biden, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, don't hurt to try. If he got to deal with all these allegations and all these charges once he had office, or or he could uh, resign right before the end of his presidency and have um, and have Pence uh, give him a pardon. Yeah, I was hearing that this all, all the events from like today are even making Pence uh, less likely to pardon Trump. So like like. Uh, Status Republicans are breaking away with what's going on. No, Trump even standing on the sidelines for the longest. I don't. I don't ever watch Fox News. 
I, I don't ever watch Fox News, but I put it on this evening, and they're really going against Trump, which is very unusual. Yeah, because of what happened, what it turned out. Yeah. yeah. So now, we're on, we're, on, we're on the sixth day of the year. So now, how do you think the rest of you are going to progress? Outside of just like this, whatever nonsense that just popped up, what do you think the rest of the year is going to be looking like? Probably more of this. Is it is it confirmed that the the two Georgia uh, Senate Democrats won? Yeah, but probably more of this. Here, yeah. Um, more of I, this. I'll Sorry, go ahead. You guys say this. No, no, I say more of this. Yeah, like I'm like, what more of it could possibly happen? I'm like, once well, I already. Well, I've already I've been watching this all afternoon and I watched the Capitol Police run away while the terror invaded the Capitol. And there was a representative on the phone with NBC earlier today talking about how weird it was or how strange it was that they were able to block like the east and west entrances i think and it was like it was weird how quickly they were able to do that i've seen another clip where the police just opened the gates and let them through um i've seen i just saw something that said there's like only there's like 12 or 13 arrests so far um it took like three or four hours for the cops to ship for the rest of the cops to show up they're still not really I haven't seen I haven't seen much. You know, we had all this footage and all these live streams of people while they were in the building, and now we're not seeing anything else. I'm gonna there, there's no rhyme or oh, sorry, there's no rhyme or reason for them not having this the place secure. No, no, not not at all. They knew it was going to happen. Exactly. I'm like I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach a little bit. It's like so we have homeland security in this country. We have the FBI. We have the CIA. And you mean to tell me we got a mass of 200,000 people that collaborated to come together on this day of all days. No. And they didn't have no security or anything, not, no preactive scenario to prepare for this. They're just been... They told them they were coming to do this. Days. They told them they were coming to do this. Um, Ted Cruz and the rest of them were talking about this as well and how they were planning to cause insurrection and sedition from within the Capitol. They're, the Capitol Police were in there taking selfies with the rioters and the and the terrorists while they were inside. I, they have no incentive not to do this again. Really, it went off quite. It, it was quite successful. They broke into they broke into Congress people's offices. They were looking at their emails. Like it was everything happened so quickly. Like people's computers and stuff. Everybody's files and everything was unlocked and open because no one. Well, none of those people knew that terrorists were going to storm through the Capitol. You think the news is going to cover as terrorists? You think they're going to be classified as terrorists? No, it took like four or hours Patriots. for them to. It took like four hours for them to start saying "rioter," and I think someone has said "insurrection." But I mean, yeah, it's I, haven't, I haven't heard any news outlets say they were terrorists so far. Why? That's so nice of them. They're so considerate. These people. These supporters really got it easy. No, now I'm saying once this is all, I think by next week it should be all right. You think they'll double back next week? Once, because I'm like in 48 hours, I think they're going to continue wherever they started today. So they're trying to finish it tonight. Started doing. Yeah, they're trying to. I mean, as soon as they as soon as they get the all clear, they're going to try to reconvene and finish this. 
Yeah, and they said they might go into a separate room in the Capitol building, not the normal uh, room for Congress to meet. Sorry. Now that I think about it, Gramps, like with this generation and you see this happening going on, you see this as a more prevalent thing to happen in the future from years back to now. Well, I've, I've seen many problems over the years, but this one takes the cake. I mean, this is uh, really the fact that, uh, that a man who's the president of the United States gives out false information. He's got all these senators and congressmen backing him up with this false information and riling up people, uh, you know, based on, on, on all of his uh, untruths. I mean, it's not a good situation right now with this, uh, with the administration. Not a good situation. You, does this fall into our generation's hands to really, like, change this direction, or you think it's going to be something outside of the regular people's hands politically? Well, I, I, I think right now, you know, you, you see, I don't know, a few thousand people or 5,000, 10,000. It's still a relatively small number relative to the number of people in the United States. Uh, and also, of those people... There's uh, some that are just uh, marching or whatever they're doing, protesting, and then there's a relatively small percentage of those that are real troublemakers, and uh, hopefully they'll be held accountable for it. Okay, everyone here, I'm going to just assume you guys are sort of in my age group. I'm 26. Yeah. Now, if, if I was 25. to go back, and let's say, yeah. Gramps, let's say we go back to the 80s, Gramps, right. it felt like it was a system that sorted itself out, right? People just, if it was Democrat or Republican, people would be fine with whatever happened. This never seemed like to be a situation that ever happened from the 70s, 80s to 90s. But here in 2021, it shows itself, right? I've never seen a situation like this in my lifetime. Um, yeah, so I'm saying it was like from way back then, it just felt like the system would just dictate itself and everyone accept how it goes but now it's not a not a situation anymore they just people lose it if it don't go how the way they want they're gonna keep doing this occurrence after occurrence i feel like it's gonna happen next to the, the, what two more terms if they bring another republican after biden i just yeah. feel like it's gonna just become a common occurrence now at this point once it starts it's not gonna stop well we don't know the future no, we don't know the future. I'm like, it can happen once. It can right. happen again. Right. It'll make it a normal thing. We don't like what's going on here. No, those Democrats, they cheated, and they this, and they that. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, res the Democrats are doing now. The response to this has just been so, like, piss poor. It's setting a terrible precedent for anything that you comes after. You should see the ads that they have here in Georgia. If you guys can see the ads that they have here for it is priceless they say he's a radicalist I'm like I do not see or have seen any Democrats storm the Capitol right rage for a president like now no one says anything about that no one's like well you guys can do it if you like we just want to do it well, uh, Sierra I I, I, I I agree with you're thinking, Sierra, but I also could possibly think that maybe they were thinking uh, 
the government was thinking that if they uh, acted more uh, strongly to suppress what was going on, that it might cause even greater uh, trouble. Now, I don't know whether there's any, you know, if that's logical or not, but uh, maybe the police were told to stand down. Uh, I don't know. I can see that happening, but um, all I, if you if you went on Twitter today, all you would see are the different parallels that people have drawn between the like literal like mutilation and assault and murder that the police perpetrated on people just protesting, not getting murdered, versus these people actually invading the whole country's right. capital. Right. With with weapons, they have all these big ass uh, flags. Some other dude had a stick. They've got like everything they can carry that isn't a gun because I know that they don't allow guns anywhere near here. Um, they've they've yeah they've got everything else. Yeah, they definitely did not react the way they should have. But but they you know they beat us. They they slapped us. They like beat us into the ground and they, they pin people to the ground and put their own, and they pin people to the ground and put touched batons against people's hands so they could say that they were us trying to assault them so that they could beat them even harder uh they knocked that one guy onto the ground they knocked that one old man onto the ground and i think he's still alive uh but he almost fucking died because they they literally just threw him on the ground um Bled, yeah. yeah, I had a, I had a, can you guys hear me okay? Uh, you're yeah. fading a little bit, Brandon. Um, what about now? Okay. Yeah, I had a, a friend, a Facebook friend who was like a medical worker in scrubs walking back home from, uh, whatever, like a hospital shift going back, like walking past um, like the, the protests where the police were just going crazy and, um, they, the, a cop ran up to them and like pummeled them to the ground and they, they, it was caught on video. They were like, what the fuck, what the fuck? I'm, I'm literally going home from my medical job. And they're like, you're breaking curfew. And it's like, I work, I'm a fucking medical worker, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and it's very different from today. Yeah, sure. um, two reporters. One reporter got shot in the eye with uh, pellets. I believe, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, the other CNN guy, he it cracked me up because he was live reporting. Him and the cameraman got arrested. They were sitting there reporting right in front of the police. They came and took them and put them in handcuffs and everything. While on live TV, the stick. I think it was Anderson Cooper. He was like, "What? What? What's going on?" And <laughs> it was like, "Well, the police are taking me, um, arresting me." And yeah. then the, the guy holding the camera, he put the camera down, and you could see it while they got handcuffed and arrested for no reason. Oh, wow! Yeah, I saw. Yeah, you should look up there, Fez. There's a, a YouTube sketch on that where it's like, "Well, we didn't know he was a reporter, CNN," and then it's like an animation of him really? taking the camera that's a CNN. The microphone that's the CNN <laughs> and the fucking shirt, you know. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm wondering now. They can do all of this mess. Who here still wants that two thousand stimulus check? Because I do. <laughs> do all that mess of thing. Like, is that check still coming? Right. <laughs> yeah. What happened with that? Are they are they still voting on that or no? It's just like they no can amend stimulus. it. They can amend it still. I think. Or they can add to it. Like I think, in, like before, they were trying to just send out two thousand, and I think now they could just send out an additional fourteen hundred. 
because some people are still are getting them now already. Yeah, but it's not going to happen until after the Biden becomes president. Yeah, at this rate, it's going to be like March. So. <laughs> A year in it. Uh, rapid in the That's what I'm saying. So eventually, I guess after this blows over, uh, it might be a little bit quiet until February. Nothing in March when he finally gets in, people are gonna be anticipating. Oh man, Biden for the lookout. Mr. Trump did uh, yeah, all right with the 1200. We got Biden now. Biden for the lookout. Two bands. Everybody gonna be going nuts. Because uh, you guys did see how Twitter was showing everybody highlighting stuff that they wasted two thousand dollars, well, twelve hundred dollars on. I just can't wait to see what they do now. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Get me a PS Five. <laughs> what? I'm gonna get a PS Five because I see it's becoming a big thing for Twitch stream. And the Twitch streamers are just just having a ball. You guys haven't seen the Twitch streamers? Yeah. They got porn stars Twitch streaming. They got everybody now trying to Twitch stream. I'm like, I need to jump on this stuff, bro. Yeah, it's very interactive for the audience. Yeah, Fez, what, what would you have preferred? Um, that they pass the 600 stimulus or having to wait all this time, like four months or whatever, for potentially a, a well, two, 2K? What was the question? Well, see, if we average, you say, what would I prefer, having to pass uh, the two, the two K or the fourteen? You say? Mm. Well, every other country. Or the, or the initial six. <laughs> Who would want the initial six? Say, there was never six. It's been either six hundred or two thousand. We actually, when they actually break down the bill on what they're approving, we got to actually figure out why they just giving out so much money. It shouldn't be two thousand. It should at least be five thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna need all that retroactive stuff. Quite honestly, it makes no sense if you look at what this search two hundred million to this, five hundred million to that, and I was like, who who needs this? They're giving aid to other countries. If we need the aid, we got laws to give into everything else. If there's only 400 million Americans in America and we got this trillion dollar debt we're going to put on ourselves, why can't we have the money for us to help us? Why do we actually spend this much money into helping other people and we get the small, not even a quarter of it? That guy, Mike Bloomberg, spent about a billion dollars running his campaign and they said he could have literally given a million dollars to every American run. I mean, before spending that into his campaign. Exactly. So we have 900 billion something dollars and not... Every person can at least get ten thousand dollars in the stimulus check. I forgot. Not even five thousand, but just two thousand dollars. So I'm like, at least two thousand, just on the small end. We should get just starting, and then three months of two thousand, two thousand. But one time, really, one time. You got to understand. There's people that say in California, New York, Chicago. I'm from Miami originally, so one apartment a month is. Probably running fifteen dollars just for one month. Not to mention, people have car insurance. Some people have expensive phone bills. Whatever it is, you mean to tell me that that's supposed to last us of not being out of work for three, four, five months, six months? Really? Two K? What what could that do for anyone realistically? And if you have that's that's how I would look at it. 
Oh. Where did I go out at? Oh, oh uh, you went out at. You were saying that 2000 wasn't enough. Then you went out for a second. Not even just yeah, just a just a small end. I'm like 2000. I'm fine. Yeah, we can get 2000. But why is it we have to debate like in this American thing? Right, like I'm Haitian. So when I watch so many things that Americans do, it just be crazy. It's like we have to debate on our own money. We mm-hmm. have to let these people decide money that's ours. Is, is that is that logical? They're telling us when to give us our money that they're taking off of taxes constantly. They're spending money that we're the ones supplying. It's like uh, the, this guy that works in the military over here. So they have the military police out now, the National Guards, whatever the case may be. I'll say, who pays them? He said, the government. And I'll say, who pays the government to pay them? We do with our taxes. So we're paying them to tell us what to do and tell us when to get our own money. Oh, wow. I was like, wow. That's full circle of amazing. And now we got to be like, should they give us $600 or should they give us $2,000? It's up to them to tell us about what they're going to give us. And people are somewhat fine with that. And that's why I'm like, 2000 Okay, if they're going to do that, take the 2000 But realistically, they should give people 5000 6000 on a consistent basis. How many other countries provided their own stimulus? It's been way more than that. Canada, definitely. Japan and China. Everyone else has done it better than just us. So I'm like, wow, it's unfortunate. Yeah, let's go ahead and do the 2000. You need to become a congressman or a senator, and then you can get that money. Well, they have, a, what's her name in there? Uh, Cortez, I believe is her last name. Osario, oh, I forget her name, but she seems more adamant more than I am. Definitely. I hope she can pull it off. She definitely seems to be the one. She's more of that political activist stuff. I would just straight up be ignorant entirely and just saying the wrong thing. I'm just like, yo, what y'all doing? What? 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 I would just, I would lost it. I couldn't even like. We have to discuss this. Isn't this common sense? Don't you, aren't we supposed to help the people that need help? What why are we sitting here talking few people? I'll be sitting there watching like what does that person do? I see one person walk around with papers and I'm like, what what does he do? What does she do? Why does this take six hours, ten hours to get something done? What what is going on? I watch sometimes in C SPAN and I just be like, Wow, these people are getting paid to be here. And we watching them, and they're deciding what to do with our time while we suffer. Like, I'm working for $8.50 an hour, and then I got to watch these people talk, and then come back, and then I'm supposed to sit here and pay my taxes, follow the law. The law don't do nothing for me. Like, if you get a job, police may, may help you sometimes. Just be like, what am I attacking? Why? How it goes. If I was in there, I'd be losing my mind. You, doesn't here? We voting for what? We gotta pass what? Why? Huh? Does that make sense? No one's questioning this. Hey Fez, we've got. Hey Fez, we've got a new. Our next guest is up, but thank you so much for coming on. Yes. We need more bluntness. We'll probably need more bluntness in Congress. Have a good night, man.
Hello, Azumi. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, hello, how are you? Okay, I'm having a technical difficulty. <laughs> then, um, Looks like it's working out. We, we've never had those on this show before, so. What, the technical difficulty? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's new to us. Uh, good evening, Azumi. Good evening. Hello, good evening. So I'm like, I'm using my phone and I'm using my laptop and Zoom and clean feet and blah, 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 blah. So, okay. Cool. Um, we're talking about all types of stuff today. Um, I didn't get to say it last time, but it is a good question to keep asking why, Bez, for a lot of that type of stuff. Um, even that main question. I think is a big one because I think there's so much polar, uh, polarity and people hating each other. Um, as everyone should sit here right now and go, why are they protesting and like really try not to like be so condescending on our choice, like figuring out like just because they're stupid or some shit like that. We should like really try to figure it out. Let's start this year off with some compassion for our um, our adversaries if they are adversary. Um, and try to get to the, the bottom of things. Um, I know it's not always the easiest thing to do, um, but I don't know. It's better than nothing. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a good question. This place started asking why. Why you get those papers? And you probably be like, I got these papers because, and they'll probably tell you why, and then you learn something. So yeah, Fez is on the right track. Give it to Congress, Fez. Uh, yeah. You have some distaste on your face. Uh, um, what do you feel? Bloody coup? You ready to, you ready to fight that war? Can you give me a little more background? I'm like sorry, jumping talking, into the conversation. I'm like... More than anything. But oh, they're talking about um, all the protesting going on in D.C. at the moment. All the thousands of people trying to overturn uh, the, the, the and voting all that. result. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. And now everyone is so upset and they're, they're uh, going into the government building and how different it would be for Republican uh, protesters compared to uh, left-leaning or people of color or different genders where they probably got shot up uh, or beat. Stuff like that. So that's what we're kind of talking about. Uh, it's really tough to discuss something for me. Um, like I'm coming from a completely different background and um, I'm not American right but that doesn't mean I cannot discuss about it or that doesn't mean I don't have anything to say Um, but I I think I have a different perspective because I'm not I'm, I'm here I'm physically living in New York I'm physically here in America but feeling feeling different what they're doing there is like i don't understand at all right the first of all i don't know how much i can say but i can't understand the people who vote trump who support trump i can't understand and i thought it's so obvious that he's like he's um He's bad. Okay, he's against immigrants. I'm immigrant, and then he's against like he's not gentle. He's nice. To, he's not nice to people of color. That's how I thought. 
and that's like that's that's like a completely doesn't make sense. We're in like a 20, 2021 and twenty twenty last year, but like that sounds like we're in like before the World War Two. Yeah. That kind of period. That sounds like it's so 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 um out of out of I don't know what to say. It doesn't make sense in this modern world. And yeah. then we're living in America. It's such an international city and there are so many diverse people here and then what he's saying with the what he's okay, he wants to protect America. Okay, that I understand. But that's not how he should do that. He is the leader of this great country. And then he's like pushing against some of the people. Like he cannot help the people who is in, like who needs the help the most. So I'm like, why people can support someone like that? Okay, some of the perspective, like people are suffering from financial difficulties and he wants to okay he they want to make america great again i understand that but there's something that i cannot support yeah well right. you know um i think it's funny too in telling um it's says something about america when he when Donald Trump became president, it says a lot about America, just of our past to this very moment. Um, it says a lot about America with even the reaction to these protestings. Um, we had the most voters, period, this election. And, I, and we had a huge collection of them as Trump supporters. And we have a thousand plus people out now protesting. So we, the question is, really, we need to understand why um, this person got to this point, why the restrictions for protest, like the, actually I'm just, being, I'm just kind of beating around the bush. This shows you that America's racist as hell. Um, and it always has been. And this is something that has uh, been going on for so long. And really to me, it's just, again, it's just more and more prevalent to me. The more and more I see what's going on, like, again, like Sierra was saying, and like all these protests is how like little they were ready for it, but would let it be a, a small group of <clears throat> Black Lives Matter and they'll be ready our gun laws in the 1960s with the Black Panther parties and all this other stuff. You, you, there's so much stuff you can go on for how uh, much uh, race is an issue in America. But um, aside from that, it's starting to like bleed through our politics and start now it's starting to pit. It's just getting really crazy where you're getting Republicans and Democrats and it's going so beyond color um, too. Um, and it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it I'm, I guess I'm not very surprised, but I do want answers. I do want to know how we get to the end of this where people can be more uh, peaceful, you know. I, I would yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, like, the, the thing I don't understand, the, the, another thing I don't understand about America is, like, why there's having such a old concept of race. You know, there's, like, so much discussion about, like, Black people suffering a lot, of Black Lives Matter. But there's so many black people, and then they lived together for so long, like hundreds of years. Like you think about Japan. Japan is like Japanese island. Ninety more than ninety-five percent of people living there are Japanese. So if you go there, okay, people look at you like, oh, that's a black guy or a white guy. 
non-Japanese guy walking by. Do you see that like that? Because we're not used to seeing those people. Like, we are not used to seeing non-Japanese people. Okay, well, that's not an ideal thing in this modern age, but that's like, okay, that's how we, that's how we were before. And we have to change for now, but America, you live here a long time. Black people, Spanish people, Asian people, white people, people all from everywhere. Like everyone except the native um, people, everyone was immigrant. Everyone was coming from anywhere. Like, yeah. so some of the people have a different background. Some of the people were used to like working for somebody like slaves, those um, bad history behind it. But they lived here. You lived here for so long. And then why they're still like saying like, yeah. why some of the people are still suffering? And then why some of the people still like having the privilege? And then why there's so many um, difference between the race? That's like, that's a mystery to me. The problem yeah. is that even though we've been here for literally, like you've said, centuries, so much literally still hasn't changed. Like we went from, yeah, we went like the Native Americans or the Native people were the were the first slaves in America. The Europeans mm. came here and said, mm, you don't know how to do my math. So you're my slave now. And then some amazing priest showed up and said, guys, we can't enslave these Native people. They have souls. They're humans just like us. Now these Negroes, they could definitely be, they'd be way better slaves. They're sturdier, less humanity, uh, less pain, higher pain tolerance, all that. And that's why they switched to African slaves. And then centuries after that, we finally got the Civil War, which wasn't really fought, which was half fought for to free slaves and half fought just to bring all the states back together so mm -hmm. not everyone is even fighting for us mm -hmm. as usual mm -hmm. then we got reconstruction which led to jim crow which was just another way mm -hmm. of people continuing to put black people down to put other minorities down um and keep us from gaining power or any kind of semblance of equality then you had people who despite all of that still managed to create communities of like black wealth and things. And when we did that, they literally showed up with the police, with the rest of the white people that weren't police, and they burned it down and just murdered everybody. The the Tulsa massacre, Black Wall Street, they literally just, even when we do succeed, they literally just show up and literally murder us and burn it all down. Now we have a prison system that's built and funded and fed by capitalism where you don't have, people don't have incentive to keep people out of prison or help people succeed, keep people off drugs. We don't have a system that incentivizes people of color or poor people succeeding. So not much has changed in that sense where we still, there's so not much has changed in that sense as far as economy and prosperity for us. And then there's also the fact that the education system here is just such piss Azumi. Like they, like yeah. we have school, like the, Text, our children's textbooks are written in Texas where they say that, where they write things that 
they write that like slavery, that slaves were really just immigrants that came here for good jobs. They <laughs> say that the Civil War was just a confusing time for everyone. They just make up crazy things and then they ship the textbooks out to everybody. They just ship they te- they ship the textbooks out across the country and then there's so much work that has to be undone when kids grow up and they get to high school or even once they get out of high school, there's so much unlearning and relearning that has to be done by people. And some people just don't do it. They just don't do it or they never have that moment in their brain where they're like, I do need to unlearn and relearn this stuff. Yeah. Um, And to go back to a comparison to Japan and America and and the race issue and why there's such a big race issue in America. I mean, Sierra hit a lot of great points, but, um, there's a big difference between like, yeah, like if we, if I go to Japan, they'll just see me as a color and it's not, you know, they'll be like, oh, wow, that's a black kid. Never seen him. But it's different mm-hmm. in America because it's tied in with slavery. If you guys had slaves, if you had, say, brought in Japan had African slaves, as soon as those slaves were free, I think because of um, reaping what you sowed or just to keep your power um, and not to like separate your power, you would try your best to keep those people under you not at your equal level because they were just slaves and they may want the power. They wait, they may not only want the same power that you have. Um, they also won't make, might want rep, 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 you like reparations for what they, what you've done to them. Um, so that's another reason why you don't want to see why it's such a salty taste in America's mouth to see a black person with a gun. It's not to protect, you know, we probably do the same thing a white person would do with a gun, which is just, you know, protect ourselves. But because there's a clearly a, I need to keep you subordinate. I mean, keep you under because um, it keeps me rich. Again, like if I was a crop, if I owned land and my slaves were free, they can live on my land. But now they want to get paid and they were living, you know, first it was rent free. Now they want, I mean, at first it was not rent free. First it was, you know, they were just living on my land because they owned them. Now they want to get paid for it. And now they're starting to like get smart and, and ask for, to, to own my farmland. Like if I was a white American, I'd, be upset about that probably. And I would probably go uh, try my best to keep them from gaining any type of power. And it goes from redlining to keeping people out of neighborhoods, to keeping people from voting from people um, from doing a lot of this stuff is to, is to keep uh, the power in. It's again, it's gotten really complicated because it's not such a black and white thing. It's not about race Mm -hmm. as much anymore. It's gotten to like, To, yeah. to social class as well, but you can't you can't take one without the other. You know, there, there's a reason why we tie poverty with people of color, um, and yeah, a lot of it has to do with American racism. Uh, but you know, I think the whole world is fairly racist, though. Um, but but it's okay, you know. <laughs> it's uh, fine. Well, can I ask you a question? Uh, I think this is a really good opportunity to really um, be open up and honestly talk about this big sensitive. Um, so since I wasn't born here, um, I was born and raised in Japan, so I know I don't know uh, how it feels like to um, be raised as a child in the United States. Like, so when you were um, when you were small, like when you were in elementary school, like how much conscious were you about uh, about your future? Um, related to your race did you feel like any limitation um um 
anything like that? I I feel like every child of color has like some defining moment in their life where they realize that they're very different from their peers. Like whether like sometimes you're kind of lucky and it happens to you very young. Like it's sad whenever it happens, but it hap- it's it's really better when it happens, I think, when you're younger because then you can kind of build yourself up and you can kind of figure out like what kind of defensive mechanisms that you need to keep yourself safe. You know, like I remember when I was, I think I was like seven or eight, I was like in science class and I don't know why, cause it was science class, but we were doing self portraits of ourselves for some reason. And so I know, I know. And so, but I was, I was in there, I was in class and I was like, I think we had like little mirrors and I was like trying to figure out, like I couldn't get my face quite right. And I was like getting frustrated cause I was like a little seven year old, like perfectionist. And I was in there frustrated. And I asked my teacher if she could just come over and help me just draw my face because like, I don't know, like, you know, when you're stupid and you're a kid, like you can't, you just ask for help. And so I'm like, girl, I can't get this right. Like I'm frustrated. And my teacher comes over and she's like trying to sketch it for me. And she just looks at me and she's like, oh, Sierra, you have such, oh, Sierra, you have such a big nose. And she's getting frustrated too, trying to draw my own damn child face. And I was like, wait, what? And like, that was when it hit me. Like my face is different from everybody. Like I was like one of maybe two black kids in my class at the times of like Mm. out of like both classes of like so it was like 40 kids and I was only like one of two black people in there so I was Mm. like like that's the first time it hit me that like my face was different and like I was self-conscious of my nose for like years later because Mm. I had no idea it was so different and now I realize it's Mm. so different and I didn't have a lot of black people or black other black kids around me to kind of like be relative and say like, okay, well, it's not, well, it's just, it's, that's just how we are. Like, it's not how you are, but it's just how we are. And that's fine. I didn't like, I didn't have that for like a really long time. So like, like those are little things that have, like, those are little things that happen all the time. Like if you ever see those videos of like some white lady that like gets mad at a kid for having a, a lemonade stand without a permit, like it's little shit like that, that like when people try to like single you out and set you apart for literally no reason just to be just to be hurtful to children for no reason Mm. that happens what in school i I, that happened i remember that happened a couple years ago this white lady this little girl was having a lemonade stand and this white lady showed up and like tried to call the cops and everything because there was just a black girl like having a lemonade stand and she was like you don't have a permit you're not allowed to sell on these grounds it wasn't her street it wasn't her property some people just feel the need to get in your business and harass you because of because of the way you are you know yeah um yeah no i think in my household when i was being when i was brought up uh and had two black parents no um but no but uh you know it was i lived in i was a token i was only black person a lot of places i went except for my high school but um I guess it was a pretty prominent conversation with, in small ways, I guess my mom would always be like, don't put your hands in your pocket at the grocery store. You know, don't look suspicious. Just make, you know, just take, telling me stuff early that I didn't really connect in my head. I should be worried about putting my hands in the grocery store. I just always thought I better not put my hands in the grocery store because, you know, someone might think I'm stealing. I didn't think it was because I was black. I just thought it was because that's just what I was raised. Mm -hmm. And same thing with Mm -hmm. my, uh, 
my father saying same thing, similar to that. Just, you know, watch out being at night, walking in a hoodie, keep your hood down. You know, stuff like little stuff like that, that I didn't really understand at that moment. Even when they were telling me it's because you're black, I, I still didn't really like connect it until I got a little bit older. Um, and the more I learned, the more and more I started seeing like, oh, wow, I really did get the short end of the stick with a lot of situations like, you know, with education, my school, not having role models, not having this, this and that, this and that. And the more you learn, the more you see how many hurdles that were in front of you which again, I guess adds to some of the upsetness. But during the time as a kid, aside from being afraid, I also too have always, always been deathly afraid of like cops for some reason. Like, and this before, like- mm, I was, For some reason. Yeah, well, of course, because of like, yeah. you know, people getting shot. But even as a young age, it was already like a, a folk, like, hey, those cops are bad. And it which always is, mm. was kind of confusing because you see movies like Die Hard or something like that. You see this cop do such a good job and like, Oh, cops are supposed to be good, but then also being very afraid of them. I, I do remember that uh, feeling pretty prominently. Um, I guess I started noticing I was different. Oh, I started noticing I was different when, I, yeah, since my family's kind of split, like that we're, both, we're all black, but that social class thing where some of my family, I went to like, uh, I played baseball and played like, you know, all white people and went to their pool parties and was at the pool. And then I go to my cousin's house and we live, you know, there's the apartment with, you know, more, you know, everybody in one room. And, you know, I, and they had an apartment pool, but, and again, as a kid, I was like, Oh, it's an apartment pool. Yeah. They got two pools, one or two pool parties today, but there are two <laughs> different, two different worlds I was in. Mm-hmm. And I, as I got older, I started recognizing, Oh, dang. <laughs> like it's just a whole different world, one place mm-hmm. compared to another place. Yeah. Um, hmm. How did it affect me? Um, honestly, I think it's our superpower uh, to be so o- uber aware. I'm always aware of everything that's going on. I'm always aware of everything. I'm not going to say everything, but I do know in a grocery store how, how pe- people were looking at me and how they viewed me. I know when I'm walking down the street, how uncomfortable I make people feel. And that's something that, someone with privilege may not always think about all they do is walk you know the same thing goes for being a, a, a female a woman or someone or someone else there's these things you have to think about the, the double stand the double consciousness um is what it's called but different groups have different double consciousness i think the mm-hmm. one that has the least amount of double consciousness unfortunately is white men because they don't really have to think about much besides mm-hmm. i guess losing some of their rights or something that's going on now but but they have look not trying to knock it you know, I know everyone has feelings and everything's sad, but speaking of just having double consciousness and thinking about like how I think about how I dress and walk down the street is maybe different than how you're going to feel about how you dress walking yeah. down the street yeah. because yeah. things are going to happen. Yeah, that's that's basically how life is. I just think that if you're someone that had a lot of, if you're getting a short arm on the stick and you have a lot of these rules to follow, say you're a black woman that has can't wear a tight skirt because people are going to harass her and also they can't. Uh, put their pants hands in their pockets because there's no pockets on that skirt and because it looks like they're stealing. I think those people are uber aware and, and I think that's mm-hmm. a superpower more than anything. But yeah, that's the difference of being raised. Um, the raising of the yeah. two. I remember I'm not getting audio. Oh no. I can't hear anything you're saying. I can't we hear can't anything. you Azumi. Azumi can't can't hear you. Hold up. I'm gonna let Tracy in here too. Can't um, hear you. You're, no, <laughs> she doesn't get. Oh no. She's gonna she try again. Talking? Or is she still talking? Yeah. <laughs> babe, <laughs> <stop>. babe, no. <laughs> babe. 
Azumi, stop. Azumi, stop. Azumi, we can't hear you. Azumi, stop. Stop. Azumi just, I can feel like she's I can't tell Azumi, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. We lost you on the clean feed. Like off tops, we lost you. Nope, can't hear you. No. Can't hear you. No. Same. I, I feel like she, she just was going. She just so going. Bad. She was. <laughs> I'm crying. Hi, Tracy. Hey, happy new year. Everybody. Happy new year. Happy wow. New year. All right. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> Try this again. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Oh, Lord. So my thoughts are about the to- Yeah, yeah, Tracy. What are you thinking? And hold on to your thought, Azumi. I want to get back to all that. Was, that oh, okay. Uh, okay. Go ahead, Tracy. I'm sorry. Um, I don't. I don't think I have any. I'm just. I'm kind of. It's kind of embarrassing for a country <laughs> such as the U.S. to have all the things happening. Um, I'm not either Democrat or Republican. I'm for whoever's for the people, whoever that is, you know. Um, but it, it's kind of sad as to see the president go to such lengths to stay in uh, office. It's, it's kind of embarrassing to have such a high office, a high position in the country and, and respond and incite the things that's, that are going on. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just sad to me. He's a screwball. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, um, I think we're better than that as a people, and, and then even the people that's feeding into it. Um, I'm not sure where their thought process. I'm like, are you all being paid? Or I mean, <laughs> I just can't imagine. I mean, you fairly mm-hmm. lost, so you have to bank it. That's a good um, idea. I, I like that thought. If I got a stimulus check early, and then I have to break the flag. Early, they <laughs> <laughs> just say, "Hey, listen." Oh my god! Yeah, it's crazy. See everybody, I can't I see can't no one but myself. What's what you got? Grid on? What type of a viewpoint do you have on your Zoom at the moment? You is on it full screen? No. Are you on well, speaker view or whatever it is? Well, I, I don't even see that option anymore. I saw it earlier, but now I don't see it. Like, or gallery on? view? I mean. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see you now. Um. Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna worry about it. <laughs> you can hear me. You can see me. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but grandpa, those are my thoughts, though, on on right now. And I just kind of don't take it in. Um. I just. I don't. I don't take a lot of that news in. I just. I didn't even know there was an issue going on at Capitol Hill until about two hours ago. I'm, just wow. not in I'm not interested in here. I don't really, whatever. And let me say one more thing. For me, I live in Atlanta. If I can go downtown and there's a billion dollar stadium, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and right in that stadium or land around that stadium are homeless people, um, right around that area is a lot of homeless people. Um, whoever is, I mean, I know I heard that's on a local level, legislatively, that those local politicians, they handle that, but whoever gets in office and can address homelessness in the U.S. is who I'm for, whether it be Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. Minimum wage should be increased. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see how people can live off of whatever the minimum wage is, seven, what's it, seven dollars or something? I don't know how people yeah. can live off that, because the rent is going up. So, 
Um, that, that's that's really where I stand with that. I'm just I'm numb to it. I'm tired of it. I'm glad it's mm -hmm. over. <laughs> yeah, and things are getting awfully expensive right now. Everything. Yeah. 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 Even the the hood places probably in Atlanta are, are over a thousand dollars a month. So. Do, do, do you still have the uh, uh, Tracy? Do you still have the uh, international farmers market in Atlanta? Uh, I think that's in Chambly or Dorville. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, not sure. I haven't been over there. You know, I was kind of on that street like a couple of weeks ago, but I didn't go as far as down as where I remember it was. Mm -hmm. But I think so. I hope so. I mean, because so many people are doing natural things food wise, I hope they're still there. It's huge. And there are the people that work there are from all over the world. Yeah. It's an interesting now, place. It, uh, interesting that you asked about that. Uh, that place and the location of it because that actual street two miles long that there are a lot of uh, Mexicans and everything they're uh -huh. actually now trying to uh, raise the rent in that area to push them out that was just like announced or was in the news last week they're raising the rent in that entire area and they're pushing those families out like mm -hmm. where they're paying you know eight nine now the rent is going to like twelve and eighteen hundred a month wow so. I just want to leave the country. That's all. I get. A, I guess a lot of everything comes down to economics. It is. You know, being able yeah. to pay your bills. Yeah, it is. Keep a roof over your head. You know. It is. Oh, yeah. You almost yeah. need to be married. <laughs> you have two incomes. You just can't. One person. I don't know how. I mean, I'm doing it, but I don't. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm barely doing mm. it. So, but yeah. Mm. Doing a great job. Uh, does it mean? Can I say that? Yeah. So what were you saying before you came out? Because you were like, you were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me start over again. So that was just after I moved here, maybe three or four months after. So I was stupid. I was young, and I didn't know too much about the culture and the things here. I mean, New York. And so I went to a, a CVS or um, like any kind of drugstore. And I was I was going to meet some like new friend um, to um, we're supposed to go jogging like in the park or something. So I was wearing something like a jogging clothes, but that's not like it's nice. That that's, doesn't look nice. Like, yeah. Something look like a pajama, like really baggy. Um, doesn't look nice. So I was wearing that, and then I went to the drugstore um, somewhere at like Thirty um, Fourth Street, that like busy area. And then I was um, because I, I had some time to kill before um, I meet my friend. So I was wandering around in that store, and then um, I like checked some of the products and take it and look at it. And, and then put it back to the shelf. And then I went back, um, went out of the store and somebody like running after me, chasing after me, saying like, hey, you broke the the box of a product. And then he, he's like, he's like a um, guard, guardman or something, um, works for security, something. So he running after me and said like, you broke it. And then come back, come back to the store. I'll, I'll show you what you did to our store or something and so he brought me back to that that shelf i was yeah i was there 
but that that wasn't me. I broke that box. But he thought he was like maybe seeing me on the camera and then come to the the, the shelf, the same shelf, because maybe he thought I'm suspicious, mm-hmm. like something wrong with me. And then maybe I was like playing around with the the product, and then he he thought that was me. And then I realized, like, th- this kind of thing never, never happens in Japan. Never, never, never. I felt so scared. And then I told him, like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't touch this box. But And then finally he said, like, okay, you can go now. But I was so scared. I never experienced something like that in Japan. And I realized, like, maybe how I looked that day affected him maybe yeah i realized that it's like okay i'll never go to the drugstore wearing this pajama like that make me look like i don't have money mm-hmm. maybe that makes me him like think i'm i'm something something wrong with me and so i realized like i would never wear this clothes in the drugstore and then i'll never play with the any kind of product i will never do anything suspicious in the store i'm like i'm so scared that moment and I'm like, what what's suspicious about shopping right what was that what is suspicious about you at a the cvs shopping <laughs> no i was just looking around and i took some product and then looking at the box and then put it back but Maybe that was suspicious for him. It's not. I, I thought it's a normal. I get you that, but that's that ingrained thing that, like, I get you because I feel that same way. I'm like, should I be looking at how I want to eat my whole grains, or is someone gonna think I'm gonna take this box? You know, let me just grab one yeah. right again. Um, but I, yeah, we shouldn't feel that way because we are our customers <clears throat> when we do spend money. There. Right, right. But for a while after that incident, I feel like, okay, I'm not gonna touch the product. <laughs> Unless I really, really need to. Unless right. I really gonna gonna buy it, I'm not gonna touch it. And okay, maybe really. he just wanted maybe he just wanted to meet you. <laughs> no, it didn't work like out. that. He was well. so <laughs> in, no, he was so intimidating. He was like Yeah. Well I for one moment I thought like maybe I can like um seduce him or something (laughs) no never he's not like that he's well he was very much out of line he was very much out of Mm. line and and if the drugstore management knew about it they'd probably fire him unless he was i think he i think he was black i think yeah he was like a black well i i remember he was like very intimidating kind of yeah, maybe maybe that location suffered like a lot of inventory loss, and so he was already on edge. Yes, I think so. That's like that's like middle of the Manhattan, and then yeah. maybe that kind of activity happens all the time. Maybe that's why he's like looking at the the camera surveillance camera all the time. Maybe that's why. Yeah, because this store is a store manager. He's taking a hit for that store with losses, profit and loss. So yeah. probably on everybody that's yeah. yeah. We should all just. I was thinking, I'm the last person to go over, like, right? I'm not going to be that person. I don't look like that person. That's how I thought. I'm like, that's that. You know that. Yeah. Everybody's probably a suspect. You better attend the store. Can't be harassing anybody. Everybody you think may 
Right. Ordering the wrong, maybe shopping the wrong way. Yeah. We should. Uh, yeah, but that's how I like. How I felt like. Okay, I'm in New York, right? Yeah. Well, this is how it is in New York. Okay, I have to yeah. be prepared. Yeah. Uh, we should all dress like uh, Jeff Bezos, and I bet if we go someplace to shop, they won't bother us. If we go, that guy is well off. He's not going to steal anything. Now from CBS. And that's how they get you too, because right. Because like how many rich people do you see like shoplifting just because they're bored? They don't Mm -hmm. even they just shoplift because they're bored. Yeah. 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 You gotta feel something sometimes. You know, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard. It's rough out here. It is, you know. Uh that makes me so mad for you. That's mm. Yeah. That's not right. I'd I'd have reported them to the to the management there. I've reported them, you know. I need to get better at reporting people. Maybe that'll be my New Year's resolution. Report more people. Ignite my inner Karen. There we are. Yes. Karen's get stuff done. They do. I do it or threaten to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I do not feel like doing it, but I'm like, can I have your ID and your name, please? (laughs) Or your ID number or something? And most of the time Mm -hmm. I forget, so why even ask? So try to talk, you know. But they think I'm going to report them. I did it today, as a matter of fact. To oh, wow. Uh, I, didn't re- I didn't report them. I, I asked, it, oh, it was uh, AAA, because they kept throwing me around to different customer service departments, and then one could mm-hmm. give me a direct number. I said, what is your name and ID? And she gave it to me. I was like, yeah, I'm not on the time to call and report you. Yep. <laughs> Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I'm lagging. Um, um, I'm super, uh, like, I understand people that don't report because it's, like, very vulnerable and scary sometimes to, like, stand up for your, like, you know, you know, like, to the, the people that are being intimidating or whatever, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I got now, a question if I'm to the times that people, everybody's on edge about, not, not with Azumi's situation, but just in reporting. Because I don't want anybody to lose their job this if they have one, you know, in this yeah. season that we're going through. So I try to just let people slide, but I threaten them like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not good either, because that's probably adding stress to them, so. I've, I've had people hit my car, and then they, they're like, come on, and, I, and then I feel, I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, and uh, you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, <laughs> Um, do you think you get treated differently when you wear your tank top? The different colors are, are I don't know if you're wearing different. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't hear what you said except for a tank top. I really tank top. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> I just wonder about um your your treatment and when you go to the CVS in your tank top. Yeah, what's yeah, gonna happen? Yeah. I mean um, people look at my arms. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you go to hold on? Do you go to CVS in a tank top? Because I can't even do that. Do you just? Can you just go into a store with a tank top and just live your best life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think. Wait, why can't uh, you go in with the tank top? I get. I'm. I'm. So, I get self. Con- I get self conscious. Like I don't. I'm usually not. You don't want to show your skin. I usually don't. I usually don't when oh. I go out because specifically. Well, not because I don't want to be accused of being robbed but you know for other reasons but 
But yeah, I don't even do that. Do you do you, do you do that, Brandon? Do you do you like go out and just do stuff tanking it? I I wear it everywhere. Um and <laughs> I don't know. There, there's it's, I get made fun of so much for it and it's it's only I've only been wearing it for a couple years, but it uh it's like it would people make fun of you, Liz. Uh say that again, sorry. I'm more college shirts people make fun of you, Liz. Collared shirts. I don't know. Yeah. Probably, I don't know. Yeah, um, so you, got you understand the struggle. Brandon, we're making jokes, but you get free Happy Meals at McDonald's wearing that tank top. Uh, what, is that? what is that funny for? Well, I guess I'm getting kicked off the show now. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Wait, I sometimes get that Happy Meal from the McDonald's and. I sometimes get the Happy Meal from McDonald's because the, the portion is the, just enough for me. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, this is for my knees. <laughs> <laughs> you just pretend to yell at somebody in the back. Like, okay, be quiet now. Yeah. I'm at the window. <laughs> and then well, they ask me, like, which, which door? Which door? And I'm like, uh, number three. Well, this is for my knees. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, Grandpa, <laughs> Grandpa, depending on your clothes, does do uh, does the world treat you differently? Depending on the Abs- absolutely, especially women behave wow. differently. If you're dressed up and they look like that. you have some means, they behave differently towards you. No question okay. about it. But um, but I also think that uh, if you're talking about going into a store, I really do think it depends on the neighborhood. Um, I notice in mm-hmm. one neighborhood, a bank treats you differently than than in another neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm. They they trust true. you more, or they don't trust you. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. I know that's very true here in Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Atlanta, I should say, is very visual. Mm. The better you look, you can get more done. You know. So right. done. And that's sad to say, but it's the truth. And sometimes people miss that person that looks scrubby, and then the ones that they leave and get in the car and they're driving a Maybach. And you're like, oh. So it, it, it could be deceiving, but we're very visual here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, th- I think we, uh, we you, you hit it on the head. I think we look at people's clothes and their appearance and we got, that's their person's character. We don't know nothing about that person. No. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Y'all, the man of the hour is here. Okay. And I am going to let him into this convo. Bill frickin' Goldman, welcome. Thank you. Can you hear me? Hell yeah. Yeah. And yes. happy oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Um, God, what, what, with an intro, I don't deserve an introduction like that. Yes, you do. Just because I couldn't get my audio to work last time, yes, I'm now the man of the hour? You are the man of the hour. Welcome. Bienvenido. Thank you. Happy New Year, you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, for sure. Who am I seeing on screen with the pink hat? That's Tracy. Tracy. Oh, Tracy. Okay. I, I, are you a guest? Yes. I yeah, am. you're here with the squad and our guest, Tracy and Azumi. Hello. How are you guys? Happy New Year. I'm, I, it sounds like I missed part of a good conversation about how to dress and how to properly shoplift. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, I think less and less about um, 
how I dress. I, I, sorry about the phone. Um, I don't even think about how I dress anymore. I mean, I only have two outfits, sweats and a t-shirt. Interesting question to me. Um, Do you think that when you were younger, it it was more like, did it, did it mean more for what you wore out and about? Did it mean things? And now that you're older, it doesn't, does it, do you think it matters? You're accusing me, you're accusing me of being older? (laughs) <laughs> oh no 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 so so actually i was talking about covid when uh and that i'm not doing anything when i was speaking about how i dress but but yes when i was younger absolutely i mean it depends on what your role is and what your motives are and whether you're single and or married and whether you're you know trying to impress uh professionals or women or I mean wow there we have so many motives that determine how we dress don't we and and right now I don't have a lot of motives (laughs) yeah Yeah, really our dress code has really changed over the years tremendously Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean men uh, in the business world always wore ties and whatever no not anymore Mm. Mm. And Grandpa, do you remember when everything was white shirt and tie? And uh, I, I forgot what kind of work you did before you retired. Well, I was in uh, two different businesses. One was uh, the, the pretzel business. I owned a manufacturing plant at one time, and I also managed the manufacturing. I don't know if you ever heard of Mrs. Smith Pies, but I ran one of their divisions. And I also was in the sign engraving business, and I did all of the signage work for Office Depot and other companies. Oh, cool. So that didn't yeah, require a, a dress code, did it? No, because I worked out of my own my, out of my okay. own facility. Yeah. Okay. See, I was a stockbroker for a while when I was in my uh, late twenties, and um, I mean, you know, you 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 dressed like you would and so people will trust you with their money um, mm. you have to make it look like you're rich right you have to appear to be very successful whether you are or not mm. so um yeah but um but also the east coast is more um dressy than than the la area isn't it mm. Mm, i think so well, maybe, yeah, because there's Wall Street and many businessmen walking on the street. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that whole retro situation has changed because I know, like, the men's warehouse, they literally, it's a, a store for men that sells suits and things like that. They have to close because people are not going to work and they're not wearing suits to work anymore. So they lost a lot of business they actually had to shut down for the whole dynamic of dressing has changed, you know. My wife dropped some stuff. Oh, sorry. My wife dropped some stuff off at her cleaning shop um, yesterday, and the woman was in tears that she's about to go broke because, you know, her business has dropped by 80%. Um, That's what happened to the dry cleaning business, which I think, you know, it's all COVID. But um, Mm. it's sad. A lot of businesses are are gonna go broke yeah yeah more she's about Mm -hmm. to fold up Mm. yeah very tough today very tough 
My my wife's uh, son-in-law owns uh, several restaurants, and uh, he's just hanging on right now, and her son is involved in one of them. He's a part owner, and he's just hanging in there, hoping he'll make it through. Now, are the restaurants totally closed there? Uh, they they have they have been uh, in Philadelphia. They're clo- totally closed right now till the fifteenth. The state of Pennsylvania was closed up until the end of of uh, December, and it reopened. But Philadelphia itself, where he, where my wife's uh, son has a reception hall, uh, is uh, has to stay closed until the fifteenth of this month of January. And who knows what's going to happen between now and then, you know, with uh, the way the uh, COVID uh, situation is escalating. Yeah. There's a new strain now, right? Yeah. Yeah. A mutation. Two new strains. And guess who's, guess, guess guess what state has it? Florida? We've been, Georgia, we've been wide open since. Closed. We never closed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're in Georgia. Steve. Lucky you. You're in Georgia. Lucky you. How exciting. Yeah, all that stuff going on. Yes, uh, uh, so everybody came here New Year's Eve because every other state, their stuff was closed. We were wide open. We're like, hey, we don't care. We'll catch COVID. We don't care about it. We just, everybody's just moving around like normal. So I'm I like, hate to laugh. Really? Yeah. We're moving around. I mean. Hey, um, ask me to repeat if, if you can't hear me, but um, I... I moved to Georgia recently and it was from New York and it was like pretty crazy. Like the, the stark differences of just like walking down the street and like the, the amount of people that were like inside of a bar inside of a club. It was, yeah, very different. Wow. That is nice. Yeah. Well, but there are many cases there, right? Yeah. But they just don't care. Sorry. <laughs> they want us all dead. Like, oh we really don't. What a difference! I was just, I was, I was seeing on Twitter earlier today that there's going to be problems. Well, despite all of the, in addition to all of the many, many problems caused by today, uh, there's probably going to be another little mini implosion of COVID cases in the Capitol because when they shuffled all the Congress people away to safer places there's a bunch of people that either didn't have time to grab their masks or just Mm. never brought them because they're not mandatory Mm. when you get into the house floor the senate floor so there's probably going to be more sick people later in the coming Mm. weeks Did you guys already talk about what happened today? Oh, yes, but go ahead if you want to. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, go off. Go so off. I, my wife and I went on a hike today, and so uh, so I was out of touch until I just saw my cell was dead, and I just saw occasional news flashes, and I thought, oh, we got we to gotta cut this short. I, gotta, I have to watch this, but we, we kept hiking. But I we I caught up on the way home, and um, you know um, I actually think that today was the perfect storm to um, completely discredit Trump and the people who support him, and I think that people are now gonna. It took it took. I mean, when we were listening to interviews on the radio, and those senators were traumatized. They, 
It's like you remember where you were when 9-11 happened, if you're old enough. Uh, these people are going to remember what happened to them. They were scared and they couldn't believe what was happening, that they were being, this capital was being overrun. They will never forget this. And I think it's going to change the decorum, I think, in Washington a little bit, that like, whoa, whoa, we've crossed the line and we have to get, we have to get back to civility. Yeah, I like it. Hopefully. Hopefully, Bill. But, uh, you know, we've had uh, four years of craziness, in my opinion, and uh, it hasn't changed the mind of a lot of people. Well, you're right. Um, This was kind of um, the last straw. A woman was shot and killed and died, by the way, a civilian woman. Oh, she did die. Yeah, she She, died died. hours ago. Oh, my God. Um, one of the one of the terrorists was in there. She got shot in the neck by law enforcement, and they tried to save her. And she was in critical condition for a while. And she just she I think she passed right before we started. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. How did they get into the Capitol? Did they just went in. They just went in. How did they get past security? They were breaking windows and climbing through there, windows. There, and there was hardly any security all day. Like they didn't they didn't mm-hmm. beef up any security or anything in in uh, preparation for this protest that they knew was going to happen on the Capitol. And thousands of idiots showed up and they were screaming and waving all of their flags, including a Korean flag, which I didn't quite understand. And <laughs> knowing that and. Then they, I don't know if they got, I don't know if they got a signal. I don't know if somebody like blew their kazoo with the right tune, but at some point they decided we're going to mark, they marched up the steps. The few Capitol police that were there weren't pushing back very hard. I've seen other clips where they've just opened little metal gates and let them through. And they're going to keep playing the footage of them storming up the Capitol gates and the Capitol police just turn around and just run away. They just turn around and run inside. And they, they really they blew it. it. They blew it today. I I oh, can't yeah. even imagine what they were thinking. They knew bad stuff was going to happen. I don't understand what but happened. Is, isn't Washington today, even though it is has a local government, isn't it, didn't the uh, federal government kind of take over control of, of, of the D.C. area? They might have by now. They might have by now, but the mayor of D.C. requested more than once uh, that the National Guard come in, and that's something that I think the Department of Defense has to approve, and they rejected the request multiple times. It wasn't until we we're hours into this that they finally dispatched. That's why they showed up at like five or six. I you know, see now that Twitter locked uh, President Trump's account. I know. <laughs> I heard that. I love it. I love it. Hilarious. I know. What happened? Facebook and YouTube have taken down the videos of his messages to the supporters. Stop. Really? I saw I saw that his tweets were like set up now that now every time he tweets something, you can only quote tweet it. You can't just blat you can't just blindly retweet it. You can't like it and you can't comment on it. And Twitter says, you know, we've locked this tweet due to a risk of violence. No, this evening they actually suspended his account. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so it's about time. Hilarious. I know. Finally. This is like the president of the United States. Like, yeah. 
set the tone, uh, but he, he failed to do that. And it's embarrassing. I'm, I don't even want to live in the U.S. anymore. I, don't yeah, I was surprised. I was surprised to see Fox News that I never watch, but I watched it this afternoon, really uh, taking the side against the Trump administration. I mean, it's not surprising normally, but Fox is so right wing and they really were were uh, criticizing the uh, Trump and the administration for what's going on. There are some. I feel sorry for Baron Trump. He's a kid. Yeah. The legacy his father's left. Hmm. And he's like innocent. I feel sorry for him. I really do. He's talking about the young child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He'll be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Hope so. I mean, he's got to live with that, though. It's awful. I hate it here. On a fun side side note, I just imagine um, all the CIA members and FBI and security. Like avoiding that text to come because they're like, you gotta go to CBS and watch people stealing jogging things because these joggers keep stealing stuff. (laughs) Oh my God. Listen, everybody, uh, I apologize for this, but I'm going to leave the uh, podcast right now. I have something I have to attend to. But um, it's wonderful seeing all of you after the holidays. And and, uh, I'll be on with you next week. You too. Bye bye. And Brandon, did you just not sleep in the last couple nights, or what, no. what's going on? I uh, I'm lagging out really hard, so I oh. am only hearing half of conversations. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night, Grandpa. Have good night, good everybody. Night. Have a have a safe year. Bye bye. Thank you. Twenty twenty one. Let's do it, y'all. Brandon, you're in Georgia now, or you've always been in Georgia? No, no, I moved to Atlanta like a um, month and a half ago. So, oh, what brought you there? Um, yeah. work, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, an an acting agent and all that kind of stuff. So, what part of Atlanta? Um, Midtown. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm in Roswell. You're in Roswell. Say that again, sir. Roswell. You heard of Roswell? Sandy Springs, Roswell, Alpharetta. You heard of that area? He's lost. He can't. He, he's too laggy. He can't address. Grandpa will know. We'll tell him next week. Yeah. Oh, Grandpa's here. Yeah, too? yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't. To. I didn't hear what you said. It's okay. He used now. Grandpa used to live in Georgia for several years. Oh, okay. Yeah, he really liked it. Uh, I, I with grandpa, Sorry, with grandpa gone, it's now just the chill program. It's just the chill program. <laughs> it's just a chill. Um, no, but going back to the clothes thing, I just wanted to hear you guys' thought. Um, do you think there's some validity to someone being dressed nice and them doing a good job? Like when you're a, a customer and you're going out or you're buying stocks or whatever, do you guys care about that stuff? I think there's something about taking pride in your appearance, but like... I don't like I wouldn't like I would try not to judge somebody like I feel like we kind of talked about this before like when like when we were talking about like whether you're more guarded with people of different races or people of different classes like I wouldn't like I wouldn't like judge you if I feel like you're like looking clean and nice even if you're not wearing like super expensive stuff you know what I mean 
Yeah, yeah. Like as long as you care how you look. Yeah. As long as you're clean, I think that's that's very important. Doesn't matter the clothes though. Not really. And you know what? The reverse is also true because if you go to the most rundown area in the city and you dress really nice and have a nice car, people treat you differently as well. You may get robbed, but you know. <laughs> yeah. What we talk about treating differently is that you think that treating you differently is a good way or a bad way? In what way they treat you? Hey, you're gonna get robbed. I. <laughs> Yeah. I'd judge you if you like showed up in like a bad neighborhood, like dressed for the tens. I'd be like, "Can you relax? Like, why did you? Why did you do that?" Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I get it. I mean, call it deep, yeah. um, deep training. But if I go to a car dealership and I see the dude selling me a car in some sweatpants and a hoodie, I'm like, <laughs> "What are you going to sell me, bro?" You know, like, uh, but you know, I mean, I should check myself and go, "All right." What are you going to yeah, but think about the the superstar, uh, like a super super famous rap, like million millionaire billionaire rap star. They wear like jerseys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they but they so, also status in that like those things are a lot of money and they know it. That's true too. Yeah, jerseys are so, expensive. Yeah. It's just dress yeah. for the job you want. Maybe just. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I do think though that some the money thing is true. Like we were saying with the rapper, like I could be a rapper wearing a hoodie and you know whatever, whatever. But it's a Gucci, I bet. If I'm a you know right, a, yeah, show that I'm the best rapper. <laughs> yeah. But people in the entertainment business are a special breed of dressers. But now if you take other rich people like. Um, Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. they they always dress appropriately, sometimes casually, but very appropriately. Nice casual. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. If Jeff Bezos came to me wearing normal clothes and say 50 Cent came in wearing a nice suit and whatever, if they both started talking to me about stocks and I didn't know either one of them, I didn't know their faces, I'd probably pick 50 Cent because he was dressed nicely. Right? Mm. Or is that? Right. Is, is that is that wrong for me to do that? I think that's more dressed for the job you want. Like if you want to look like professional and feel like I know what I'm talking about. That's why I like had I know what I'm talking about so much that I didn't even spend time studying. I spent my time this morning putting on my cufflinks and gelling <laughs> my hair. And I had extra time like that today because I know everything that's going on with these stocks. Like that's what I that's what I see. But now with the Internet, knowing that I wouldn't necessarily go for 50 cent. I'd, I'd Google both of them mm. or try to find information on both of them. Mm. And they find out, like, oh, that's happened. Like, you know, like, oh, that's okay. Wow. You're right. I didn't know. I didn't. I ran into Jeezy. I didn't know who Jeezy even was. Dressed <laughs> like rapper? Yeah. Like- <laughs> well, he was actually playing with his daughter in a very uh, rich area in Atlanta because I'm not too far from that area. I'm not rich, but I'm not far from that area. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, he, uh, my friend noticed him. I didn't. I don't know these rappers, and so you know, he he would dress. He had nice stuff on, but he wasn't like standout. Like it was a standout situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't pay any attention. Mm-hmm. He fit in with the rest of all the rest of us that were out there. So, mm-hmm. but you can't go by the cuffling because you know now people put on the facade mm-hmm. and social media is a perfect example of people putting, you see people's what they what they do but they never post failures everybody's posting their success 
Mm-hmm. And if you got a low self-esteem when you're trying to figure out your life, you think you're not doing enough because all you see is people succeeding, succeeding, success, success. Yes. Yes. I post both because I, I post where I failed. Um, I post where I succeeded. So, because that's honest. It's not always highs. There's lows too. Yeah. But people don't share those. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to be like, I'm this, I'm that. You know, I'm sick of everything. Hey, Tracy, what kind of work do you do? Well, um, I'm a, I was, M was a freelance meeting planner. I do a couple of things. I do um, transportation. I was trying to do a fleet thing with FedEx. But the main thing I'm, I'm going to do now, um, which I worked on that today, is I'm going to have, and I told the group here before that I have um, MediaTrade, which is a TV channel. So cool. on a streaming network. Cool. cool. I used to do an inspirational mm. podcast as well. <laughs> you guys are interested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my last thing on this whole clothes thing, um, just because I'm, I'm really going through it myself. Um, <laughs> it, it was kind of what you were saying with Tracy about the, the homelessness, too. I, and we're talking about character and what people are wearing. I just want to check myself again to like, maybe I should talk to someone that, that doesn't like, you know, maybe isn't wearing nice clothes or you know whatever whatever it's not always some people just don't have clothes to wear and they don't mean they're any less of a person yeah having a good knowledge to give me um homeless people are very knowledgeable you know a perfect show that that um kind of epitomizes this whole conversation is what is that undercover boss is that what it's mm-hmm. called oh yeah you don't know he's a president or the ceo or the whatever of the company he comes in like a low life and imagine that being you and and you end up training the president of the company and you treat him like he's nothing because he looks idiot, like an idiot. Yeah. You just never know who you'll come in contact with. We have to be careful who we, how we treat. You never know who people mm-hmm. are. You never know. Hey, do, you, do you guys think we form opinions about a person within three seconds when we see them? Because I think... <laughs> Mm, we, we yeah, three seconds lot. is we, a little too extreme, but maybe ten seconds. Yeah. So isn't that interesting? That means that um, the way you dress, your expression, your your the gaze of your eyes, whether you look people just in straight in the with eye contact, and it yeah, people people have an an opinion of you immediately. Immediately, it's really interesting. They say you yeah, then, win or lose an interview in a job within the first um, 15 seconds. Yeah. And then also these days, I... the first time, um, the first contract you got from the other person is just the email, right? The text and message you got from that person these days. And we we tend to judge on on that text message. I tend to do that. Like I some. Most of the time I get the text message or email message from somebody like a total stranger. And I'm like, I, I form um, um, opinion based on that. And then when I finally meet that person in, in person, I'm like, oh, I was totally wrong. And, and then sometimes it happens like, oh, I thought this person is a guy. Because they, wow. that person's name was Sam and, and that the person is a female. Yeah. That happens a lot. <laughs> Yeah, you can't judge people by their texts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm. I do 
because I my degree is in communications and broadcasting, I do in people's emails and how they like you. It's okay to misspell a word, but if we're communicating back and forth and you're just like got total punctuation errors and grammatical mm-hmm. errors, and, and you're telling me you're this and that, I'm not going to believe you because you're not even proving right. what you're sending me. Right. right. This is together. You can't even spell. Yeah. <laughs> Even on Facebook, mm-hmm. I post my stuff. I have the business pages, and I have even on my personal page, I post, and it's clean. It's, it's everything is grammatically correct, but I'm anal, so you know that's just me. It's, so it's almost I, it's almost like a safety thing too, right? Because if I read an email and it's like, oh, this does not seem like it's the person it is with the typos, or the, I'm like, maybe I'm getting scammed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, and it's all lowercase. <laughs> yeah, or all uppercase. That's the worst. Oh, which my parents are Hello, Facebook. Brandon. Like. My mom and dad are both on Facebook. Look, I'm not kidding you. One types in all lowercase on Facebook, and the other one types in all caps. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, there's someone, there's someone, uh, they type, he types like every word that the, the first letter of the every word is capital. Oh, Jaden's I was. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. words started with the capital. Like, how can you do that? Isn't like that you have to push shift all the time? Yeah. Or is there any... You have to like, shift, know, shift, 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 shift. Yeah. Or is there any, like, um, set up? Can you I've set up like that? I've not seen a shortcut like that. I'm, so. sorry, I'm sure you could have set it up, maybe. I don't know. That they're just working hard to secure that aesthetic. That's what that is. <laughs> that sounds so weird. We're almost at time, guys. Do you want to give some final thoughts? Yeah, I'm optimistic about the new year. Um, I think um, we're going to put this trauma in the past, the trauma of Trump. And I really, really think it's going to, be so relaxing to have some normalcy. Yeah. Tracy Razumi. Well, I just enjoyed <laughs> talking to you guys because it's been stressful for me these couple of uh, weeks. I couldn't go back to Japan and I was spending all along by myself in this room I'm like, I was a little stressed out. So it's really nice to talk to you guys. Oh, I'm glad. I always enjoy coming on. Um, But I think if anything, what we talked about, uh, if we put our, what we discussed in practice in our own lives personally, like with the judgment of people and all of us, not, I'm not saying you all, I'm saying me too. Mm -hmm. And the judgment of people, how we treat people. I don't put all my trust and hope in the, uh, who's in office? Because biblically, I don't. I know we don't talk about, but biblically, the Bible says it doesn't matter who's in office. God's in the middle of it all. So that's where I kind of look to, and I stick with that. And I've been okay. Things are falling down around us, and I've been like, okay. I mean, I've had issues, but I think we just keep a positive outlook. Um, keep going. Mm. Yeah. Uh. <clears throat> Brandon, anything? Me? You want to Thank you so much for picking up my Slack today. And uh, <laughs> I need to get a new computer or something, but I love listening to this episode. So, Brandon, we can go to lunch. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You'll be my first friend in Atlanta, like straight up. So. Oh. You don't have a new friend there? Move to a whole new city, no new nobody, all that good stuff. Oh, no. No friends. Yeah. So that makes it worse. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. But I get a lot of work done on my computer when it works. No. So. <laughs> Damn. Uh, my last word to be about uh, uh, Bill, Tracy, and Azumi, all three of you guys all, all together. I do. I am so optimistic about this year and have hope about this year. I think it's going to be great. Um, I, Azumi, what you say about being lonely in the house? Good talking to you. I love talking to you too. It's amazing. It's great. And Tracy, for sure, I completely agree. If I can take away anything from this, is to try my best to, um, you know, check my biases. And uh, I'm, I'm, this is a big compassion year, especially for yourself, self-compassion. Be very apologetic to yourself and be nice to yourself because you're in your head all day. And who wants to hear an asshole all day? You know, also, you guys are such a lovely group of guests. Mm-hmm. For real. Honestly, so some of the all star people you. we've ever had on. I meant to say that at all the girls. Just especially Bill. <laughs> no. I am such a lovely guest. <laughs> you are. Yes, you are. Yes. Told you. <laughs> Siri, you got anything to say in the last words? Um, this has been such a riveting afternoon turned evening, and. Mm. I this was a good show. This I think this was a great start to the year, and I I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna tear it up this year. I'm gonna go rollerblading. I'm gonna go rollerblading. I'm gonna learn how to rollerblade. I got some, you know, okay. I, I got some roller skates for uh, Christmas. I've been roller skating down the street, and I, and I know how uncool you look. I thought in my head. Like, oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna be the really cute girl that was on Twitter, like just rollerblading, like in the I sun. That's gonna be me. That's my 2021 energy. Is that cute girl <laughs> there with the? You know what? Let me not knock you. I thought the same thing. I took my hair out and everything. I'm gonna run an afro. I'm gonna be skating down the street. It is not as luxury as you thought. This cracks on the street. I slip a lot. It's all in the mojo. It's all in the mojo. So you gotta you gotta envision it. You gotta envision success, finest. You can't have any fear when you put your feet in those skates, and you just gotta you just gotta go. I'm gonna think mm. that I'm out there. Mm. Like, I got We're gonna do it. <laughs> that sounds like life, actually. Put yeah. your feet in the yeah. skates and go. Go. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to type that on Facebook. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Sierra. Yes, please. Well, your name's spelled different than the other Sierra. Right. No, no, no. Not her. She's selling like cologne or something. It doesn't matter. Thank you guys so much for coming. And Thank you. Thank Bye, you. guys. We'll get you up later. Later, Gators. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye. See you. See you soon. All right. Bye. Yeah. If you get lonely, let me know. Well. Guess not, Finus. <laughs> Podcasting with Grandpa Bart and Rosie. Always on his shoulder, this is Crampet and Chill.
Grandpa and Chill is brought to you by your hosts, Brandon Fox, Bart Frank, and Finus Jackson. Our producer is Sierra Doss. You can find episodes old and new on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show, and follow us on Twitter for behind-the-scenes moments you can't get anywhere else.